Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Okay, good afternoon, folks, in America. <laughs> Welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable with our partner, Veteran Legislative Voice. Today, uh, you know, November, folks, is Military Family Appreciation Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month. Today is September, is, I keep saying September, sub, today is Saturday, November the 12th, 2022, and it's the day after Veterans Day. This is our our Veterans Day weekend. The host is Cliff Kelly, and I am the guest host, co-host, Ernesto Borges. I'm a Vietnam veteran and attorney at law. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our media, digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we've got our partner on the line, uh, Stephanie Colada, Colada, and she is a U.S. Army Reserve Sergeant, Sergeant First Class veteran and founder, creator of veteran legislative voice and we're going to be talking about a number of things today so uh stephanie are you on the line stephanie yes i'm oh, yes okay. i'm here and you got my last name right congratulations yes okay well great well, we're going to be talking about that black veterans and uh they were excluded from the gi bill um and yeah. congress can congress do something to fix that and of course what is the gi bill i guess that that was uh, enacted in 1944 after, I guess it was during World War II, because the war wasn't yeah. over yet in 44. So, Stephanie, tell us, what is the GI Bill of 1944 to get started? Yes, and so it's actually the uh, Servicemen's Readjustment Act in 1944. It actually was uh, signed into law only a couple of days after uh, the invasion of Normandy hmm. in 1944. Um, so it was really crazy and crazy at that time frame. But they had realized um, <clears throat> all of the veterans, all the military are going to be doing all of these great things for wartime. And then they are going to need benefits when they get back. And so they, this is when uh, veterans were able to get the VA loans for their homes and the education benefits. Those things really became really big. They wanted to make sure that there wasn't any post-war depression. And uh, they had nearly 2.3 million veterans participate in this program. Um, Just in in the Korean War era alone, more than 8 million during Vietnam era. Um, And let's see, where's where's the other number? $14.5 billion were used for veterans for the education benefits. For which period? For the entire, for all three wars? Or uh, wars? Uh, by 1956. By, by 1956. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's great because I used the GI Bill, of course, to finish uh, college and uh, go to mm-hmm. school, actually. But um, you, blacks, were, was was that GI Bill, were, were blacks available to, uh, were uh, uh, able to take advantage of that uh, GI Bill the same way that some of the white uh, veterans were? Or was there discrimination in that also? Yes, there was a lot of discrimination. The law did not outright um, exclude black veterans, but a lot of the 
places that you have to go get your, you got to file your VA loan. You got to file for uh, benefits for your education. You have to go to a VA office. A majority of those people that work there were white. Um, very few black veterans were actually able to do that. Um, the other, re- the other issue that black veterans had an issue with is that they're more likely to be dishonorably discharged. If you're discharged dishonorably, you can't access uh, these benefits. And 39% of all black soldiers were dishonorably discharged in comparison to white soldiers, which was 21%. Really? This is in uh, after World War II? Yes, sir. During the World War yeah. era? 39%? Yeah. 39% were discharged uh, dishonorably. And it's really frustrating because that was also, you know, where they had the battle fatigue and combat fatigue and not a great understanding of PTSD. And they found that majority of those people that were dishonorably discharged, now they attribute it to their PTSD. So a lot of veterans that had been dishonorably discharged for a Vietnam War, and I know for any of the wars after that, they have been getting their uh, discharge upgraded. category changed, upgraded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, that is they because, should because I mean we've got yeah. a lot of discharge. You got medical discharges, general discharge, um, bad conduct discharges, and mm-hmm. of course dishonorable is the, is the worst of the lot. Um, I yeah. did not know that. That's a staggering uh, number of people, thirty nine percent. So they yeah. were ineligible yeah. to to buy homes to get loans. Um, these you know a lot of people bought homes uh, with the GI Bill. Yeah, so, yeah, and uh, so. So it was, uh, it's pretty interesting. So the guaranteed GI Bill had the, for the VA loans, had the low interest mortgages, and it did not guarantee that financial institutions would accept these loans and mortgages to black veterans. In 13 Mississippi cities during 1947, only two out of uh, 3,200 VA loans belonged to black veterans. 32 what? out of how many? Two out of 3,200 VA loans mm. during 1947. Just for mm. that pool alone is staggering because the black population in Mississippi is much greater. I know currently uh, 58% of Mississippi are black. So I can only imagine what the numbers were back then. So it's really staggering. Uh, the northern states weren't any better. Only 100 out of 60. 67,000 VA loans were to non-white veterans in New York and New Jersey. Mm, mm, mm. Only 100. And, it's, and it, it was pretty crazy. And the thing is, is that it also they had issues with getting homes, nicer homes in suburban areas as well. And so that was a big frustration that they had. Um, after World War II, many colleges and universities were overwhelmed by the number of veterans utilizing the GI Bill. It was acquired that the, these benefits were approved at a local VA office, which caused problems for black veterans. Uh, the VA benefit, benefits counselors denied African Americans access to educational benefits at certain universities and funneled mm-hmm. ap- applicants into industrial and vocational schools rather than higher education opportunities. Only about 6% of African American uh, World War II veterans actually earned a college degree compared to 19% of white veterans. Where can we find this information? I mean, you're giving us some great information. Is there somewhere we can, um, do you have a website yeah. or somewhere? Uh, this is, this, this is oh, staggering. It's, 
You can uh, you can actually Google it. Uh, there's been a lot of really great news articles. NPR did a good special on it. Um, there is the Black Veterans Project that does a lot of research as well. They try to focus on capturing all of the history and narrative for all black veterans, and they do a lot of work and research on this. Um, I, I listened to one of their um, people the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, with the Minority Veterans of America. They did their own uh, big exhibit, exhibition, uh, annual event, and they talked about these type of things, too, and it was really amazing. I um, yeah, this is unbelievable. You know, there's this reparations movement, but certainly there should be some reparations for these veterans and their families who were unable to take advantage of um, of the GI Bill. And now the people who worked in these offices, the the veterans' offices, are these 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 are civilians primarily, or are they military people who denied? They're government government civilians, Mm -hmm. and many people that do work for the VA back then and also Mm -hmm. currently are also veterans because Mm -hmm. they have a veterans preference hiring um, preference to that. So you get extra points on the configuration that they make when they evaluate, you know, your resume, your experience and everything. You get extra points on the um, formula that they have. So you have a higher likelihood to get uh, to make the final list. Right, right. Um, now, yeah. you know, that was the, the GI Bill. Are there other um, benefits uh, that blacks or, or non-whites are being deprived of? Um, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I, didn't do, uh, I didn't do much study on that. But what, we, um, what I do want to talk about, though, is actually there is a congressional bill mm-hmm. that's in, that was introduced. Um, it's called the Sergeant Isaac Woodard Jr. and and Sergeant Joseph Maddox GI Bill Restoration Act of 2021. Um, It's great to try to highlight this bill because congressional session will close at the end, um, actually in the beginning of January, because, you know, we just had the midterm elections. So all of the bills that haven't been passed turn into pumpkins um, by the beginning of January when the new uh, crop is sworn in. So it's really important to try to get this bill passed because what it does is that it extends uh, these benefits to specifically black veterans of World War II. It also includes includes their surviving spouses and certain direct descendants like their grandchildren would be eligible to certain housing loans and educational uh, assistance administrated by the VA, just like if like it should have been years later or years earlier. Which means this bill could, could directly affect the HBCUs um, yep. and, and, and descendants of military family uh, members to get education mm-hmm. there, which means they can use the GI Bill that they didn't get if this act passes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Now, yes. Now, who sponsored uh, this? And is this um, yeah. and what is, is the this in the is this in the House? Is it in the Senate? Or who who initiated this bill? Do you know? Um, I do know one of the um, person that did in sponsors was uh, Senator Malton. Um, he's a Democrat, I believe, from Massachusetts. And there is a House bill because they're identical companion bills. The other one was, I believe, from Senator, Cla- or, excuse me, Representative Claiborne from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's, the ma- he's the majority re- whip right now. Mm-hmm. Majority is uh, most of those, those two bills have only been introduced. 
and they need to be uh, basically blessed off in the committees and then released to a vote. So I really encourage anyone to please call your congresspeople, call the uh, members of the VA committee. You can actually Google House VA committee and you can do that for the Senate VA committee mm-hmm. and all of the names are right there. Um, you can actually get the phone number for the chairmans of these committees because they'll answer to any constituent um, that's concerned about these type of issues. You do not have to be a constituent to these people. You can call them and say, I want you guys to bring it to a vote. Mm-hmm. We need to get this passed now. Mm-hmm. And so that way these people can get their benefits and it would just be so much better and we already know with everything that's going on with the midterms, it might be get a lot harder to get it passed in the next congressional session. Let me ask you this. Who, which committee is this? And do we know who's on the committee? It's in, it's, it's got a House committee and a Senate committee. And mm-hmm. you're saying that our we don't have any co-sponsors, uh, Durkin or, or Tammy Duckworth. Um, oh, I can, um, I can look that up right now. Durbin, um, Durbin, one of, not Durkin, but Durbin. Um, and Tammy Duckworth or our Congress people that we have, uh, Danny Davis, uh, Bobby Rush, Robin Kelly. Bobby uh, Rush mm-hmm. would be because uh, Jonathan Jackson has not been elected to his seat. Well, he's not. He's still he hasn't well, been. This, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jonathan is going to take over exactly. yeah, his seat. But um, right. But but well, this is a 21 bill. You know, what, yeah. what happened all this time? Well, the thing is, is that congressional sessions are from for this one in particular is from 2021 to 2022. So they still have a chance to vote and pass for bills until 2023, beginning of January. Um, I believe it's usually around January 5th, 6th, around that time frame is the last dead drop dates that you can actually have for these bills. Mm -hmm. Um, A big person to contact would be uh, Representative Mark Takano. He's the chairman of the House Committee of Veterans Affairs. Mm -hmm. Fantastic person. I've met him before. And he's really great for veterans. Can you spell from his, California. Name? his name for us? Takano, T-A-K-A-N-O. And when if you guys do look these people up and you give them a call, just understand that you're going to be speaking to an intern most likely. Mm-hmm. So be very gentle with them and ask to see if you can speak to somebody that does the military liaison to do or the VA veterans liaison. So then you can tell them that you guys need this bill to pass. And who in the Senate? Who in the Senate? Is it a Senate um, Veterans Affairs? Um, I believe it's Senator John Tester, and I'm going to double check. And he is from uh, Montana. Montana, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Great guy. Mm -hmm. Very great guy. And so those guys and their people are used to hearing from people that are not from their actual um, Mm -hmm. constituent base. They want to make sure that they can see – Get all of I was corrected. Is Senator John Tester from Montana? Okay, so and, Steph, um, let's yeah. you and I work together uh, in contacting mm-hmm. the main people. I'm not trying to deal yeah. with gatekeepers, and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's speak with the main people to see if we yeah. can get them on America's Heroes Group Radio Talk Show to see how we can help. Since we're in eight major cities, 740 yeah. cities. 70,000 mm-hmm. downloads per week on a podcast in 50 countries. So let's see how we can get this activated and get this done. Because what I yes. am tired or tired of over the past six years that America's Heroes Group has been broadcasting are elected mm-hmm. officials, local city, state, and federal talking this BS to get reelected or elected and then they disappear. Yeah, and you and can't find them in daytime with a flashlight. That is over. 
Yep, and this stuff just gets introduced and they don't and they don't get moved. The other thing about this bill that is so great, it requires the GAO to actually do the analysis so then they can study who gets benefited from this bill, who else needs to be uh, included, those type of things. This also this bill would also create a panel that would be on benefits and assistance that would focus on um, minority veterans, female mm-hmm. veterans, black veterans, Latino veterans, uh, LGBTQ veterans, so then they can see who is not be not access not being able to access their benefits and who's been denied, and who's not participating. That's what we need to now do. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to call them out, city, state, or state, because this right now is federal. So state Mm -hmm. and federal. If you're not doing it, we're going to to report it. If you are doing it, we're going to report it. So so, so that's what it has to start, and that's what it has to keep going, because they're going to answer to numbers. They could care less about anything else. They care about numbers. Well, yep. Yeah. One of them just got yep. elected, yeah. uh, reelected. But um, because my brother is good friends with uh, Chester from Montana, he said he's a great mm-hmm. guy. Um, yeah, my brother worked for the VA for 19 years. But um, this needs to be out of committee. Absolutely. It's got to yeah. come out of the Senate committee. It's got to come out of the House committee. Then they have differences, and then they get together, and then they iron out their differences, and then they pay, they send it to the floor, and mm-hmm. um, um, then the president can sign it if it passes. Passes both both uh, Senate and the House. But who were these guys, Maddox and um, Woodard? Did they were they guys back in the day, or are yes, they, yes, so I, they're all yeah. They were denied. These these guys were denied benefits. Well, actually, uh, here let me check it. Uh, the, actually, Sergeant Maddox was, despite he uh, he was accepted to get the master's degree at Harvard, but he was denied his benefits at the local VA office. Hmm. You know how hard it is even for a black person to also be accepted into Harvard back mm-hmm. then for a master's degree. And he was denied. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sergeant Woodard was assaulted by a police chief when he returned from war. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this became a big hot topic back then because the all white jury decided to acquit his attacker. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this World War II vets, these two guys. Yes. Both yeah. of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're so get on that. These, Yes, and then so the House bill, it's H.R. 5905, and the Senate bill oh, is 310. Repeat that, Steph. H.R. what now, House bill? House bill, uh-huh. 5905, and the Senate bill is 3210. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yep, and so um, these bills are great to at least have them on hand when you call your Congress people because uh, you can just say, you know, the bill for the black veterans, they're most likely going to remember what, which one this is and look it up. But these bills really do save time for the people that you would be working with. Um, I misspoke on who sponsored the House bill. I said Senator Moulton. I had given him a promotion. He's actually a representative, my mistake, mm-hmm. but he is from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then Senate, and then Senator Raphael Warnock actually had introduced the oh, really? Senate bill. Oh, yes. So it wasn't Tester. It was Warnock. No, it wasn't Tester, but it will. Tester is the gatekeeper to yeah. get these uh, got brought to a vote and brought out. Um, there hasn't been any um, cost estimates attached to these bills, so I'm hoping that it won't. Uh, that won't be an issue as well. So because. To me, the funding should still be there and should still be enough for everybody to get what they need. 
And this, in this type of financial climate, this is really needed with the inflation, with the housing costs. These type of things would really give this these people um, a step up to what they should have done decades ago. Yeah, and this this is universal because yes. I'm not trying to hear the red. I'm not trying to hear the blue. I'm trying to hear the oh, united yeah. because when veterans passed, went off to fight and left loved ones sacrificed, some of them did not come home. So I'm not trying to hear the politics of this. We need to get this done so that their children know that their service wasn't in vain. Yes. For the present veterans, their children also deserve a right to be educated if they choose to be through the GI Bill. Yes. Period. And this is another reason why we need to get Senator Warnock elected in Georgia. Because he's going to be in a yeah. runoff election now with Herschel Walker. And mm-hmm. uh, if Herschel wins, this thing is dead in the Senate right now. So another reason yeah. to vote for Warnock. Well, uh, yeah. hold on, because we're a 501c3. Yeah. I could care less about who gets elected. I want to know what you're going to do for veterans. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. will well, best serve veterans Warnock, across these Warnock 50 is states? Of the bill, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. He's so, the sponsor of the so bill. So let's, let's get him mm-hmm. on America's Heroes Group to hear. Who will yes. best serve veterans out of Georgia and why you need to be mm-hmm. elected? That's what mm-hmm. I care about. Anything mm-hmm. else, you can keep it. Right. Yes. Pass the bills. We don't care who you are. Exactly. And what color you are. Exactly. Pass the bill. Right. Uh-huh. The flag is red, white, and blue for a reason. Yeah. That battlefield yes. is one. Yes. As Obama Most said, definitely. we are a United States. Um, yes. It should be that way. In a house uh, divided, cannot stand. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, thanks for. Are we at the end of the show yet, or do we have a little We're time left? You're ready to close out. Um, so, Steph, what are, what are your what are your thoughts about Veterans Day yesterday? How did what did you do? I mean, what what are your thoughts? Um, it's a mixed bag for me uh, because I do like going out and celebrating it, and then when you try to do the benefits, it kind of gets overrun with a whole lot of veterans and busy restaurants and places. So it's a, it's an interesting. Uh, mixed results and i'm actually down uh in orlando right now for okay. food and wine festival at epcot and enjoying my time with my family which is awesome um and so it's it's been pretty good um i do want to let everybody know veterans legislative voice is on facebook instagram and twitter um, v-e-t-s legislativevoice.org uh, a lot of information on how to contact your congress congress people what to say when you contact them um you can Google and look up these bills. Um, I do post on these bills on a lot of different social medias. If you guys have questions, reach out through these social medias. I'm very responsive and uh, love to help with anybody that wants to get these things passed. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.